0: Well, welcome back to Ray Rance the Podcast. It's your host, Rachel Sharma back with another episode. I have a guest today. Mamas go ahead and introduce yourself. Let them know how old you are. What, what do you do and stuff like that?
1: Hi, my name's Ariel. I'm 26 and I work in healthcare, you know? Twenty-six and you work in health care? Yeah. I'm oh. in school for nursing. So how
0: is that? It's kicking my ass. Really? Oh, yes. What, do you mind telling us where school you
1: go to? Oh, um, right now I'm going to Lake Worth in Dallas College, but um, eventually I'm going to Tarrant County. Hopefully I get in, so cross your fingers. Okay. Right.
0: Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Is that where you say? You stay in, like, uh, Tarrant County?
1: Yeah, Fort Worth.
0: Fort Worth, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Ooh, girl, you drive a little distance.
1: I need uh, something to do. Okay. <laughs> I
0: mean, I, I, I like, always kind of – no, that sometimes where i stay is like out the way but i, I love the city here mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie um
1: it's a popping city say if you don't have kids or yeah like do you have you any single? kids
0: no no kids. No. I want kids no kids okay um do you want kids yes yeah yes. how many do you want
1: three
0: three kids <laughs> I said that was my number two. I was like, if I was going to have the max number of kids, I would want three.
1: Yes, it's a good amount. The only way I
0: would possibly have four because twins run in my family. So there may be a slim chance that last one just might be a twin. That would be the only way I would have more than three.
1: Twins running your family? I don't know. My, my
0: great grandmother is a twin. Her parents had like three sets of twins. Yeah.
1: So are you ready? Like have you ever had like a pregnancy scare and like, oh shit, I hope I'm not having twins.
0: I did have, I guess, pregnancy scares, but I also have PCOS. Okay. So I that- think so
1: too. Like I've been trying to get like the doctors to like quote unquote test for it. And so like the only thing we're missing is like the ultrasound. And we haven't did that yet, so
0: Yeah, like, that's how they were able to determine for sure I have PCOS is because Mm -hmm. of the ultrasound. Um, It's like one of my ovaries is clear. It's like Mm -hmm. great. But on the other side, it has all these little micro little cysts and stuff like that. They're really tiny. But Mm -hmm. what happens is they can get really overcrowded and cause like blood clots and just like all these strange things that happen with my periods. You probably know better than me because you're Miss med school but no I'm saying you miss med school so <laughs> yeah. you would be more medical terminology wiser I guess yeah. in it but um I do need to turn my phone down too I'm sorry y'all but no um yeah so I have PCOS so it's like I went I, I ended up going to okay let me kind of talk about that real quick okay I knew something was wrong with me because back when I was, like, 18, 19, freshman year of college, I uh, had, like, these huge blood clots. I was, like, bleeding for months on end. Like, no one could tell me anything. I went to the, I was rushed to the hospital because I basically passed out. Mm-hmm. And um, they, the doctors at the hospital was like, yeah, you're probably just stressed. It's first year in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just need to relax, but you need to go see your PCP. Mm I went to go see my PCP. She's like, oh, we'll just put you on birth control, you know, because that'll be the only thing to kind of manage your periods and stuff like that. Go to go get on birth control. Mm -hmm. I was on birth control for like five years straight. Mm -hmm. No question. I had a boyfriend at the time. So I'm like, I don't want no kids. I don't want no babies right now anyway. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I started falling into like deep depression and just going through like high mood swings and I could not lose weight to save my life. Like I was reaching my highest of 200 pounds, but I mean, I'm short as well. So that's like a lot for me. So because I was reaching the heaviest I had ever gained, it was, and I couldn't lose weight. I was like meal prepping. I had a fitness trainer. I was doing everything at this time and I couldn't lose weight. And then I got off birth control. And like immediately after I got off birth control, I felt lighter. Like yes. I was just like mentally more clear. Physically, I ended up dropping like 10 pounds like immediately. And then like now I'm already down like one, I'm down 25 pounds. So I'm like 175 now.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like you saying that, that's one of the reasons why I like chose nursing because I'm always, I'm like trying to figure out. What is it about birth control that they're trying to push that on us? Like, get on birth control. Get on birth control. So I know, like, once I'm in a program, once I uh, figure out, like, which path I want to go, I know for sure it's going to be something with women. Like a women's clinic and... Well, OBG.
0: Uh, I had an OBGYN. He was a male, mm-hmm. a white man. He wasn't bad at all. Like, you know, the stigma between, like, white doctors versus do- black doctors. He wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But I had to, like, basically force him to be like, look, I'm not getting on birth control, and I yes. need to see what's wrong with my periods. Like, yes. he, I'm not going to. Credit him to say he was bad. No, he had been in the game for years. He was, like, really knowledgeable, really smart. But he just kind of was very passive about my concerns Mm -hmm. at first. And he was just like, you know, if you get off birth control, you might run the risk of getting pregnant. And I'm like, "Ah, I doubt it. You know what I'm saying? So when I got off birth control, that's when my period started going crazy. And he was like, oh, well, I told you, you know, you probably need to get on birth control. You need to stay on birth control. And I was like, no. No, We need to fix the problem. We need, need, yeah, Yeah, we need to fix the problem. So... Um, That's when he did the ultrasound on me. He did all of these things. He was like, but he was about to retire at the time. Like we was doing all of this. So he was like, you're going to have to find another gynecologist. But I can Mm -hmm. recommend some that are really good and like knowledgeable and like endometriosis and Mm -hmm. um, like PCOS. He was like recommending me all these OBGYNs. And then I ran across this black lady. Mm -hmm. She was actually suffering from PCOS herself, but she was more on the side of she couldn't gain weight at all. She was very slim, but she Mm -hmm. was having, like, the reverse effects of PCOS. And um, she was, like, it could affect, you know, women of, like, all different kinds of ways. And so, like, when I met her, it was, like, an angel because she knew what I was talking about. She knew what I was going through. She tested me for my fertility and my eggs. Like, she did the whole nine and was, like, your fertility is really good. So Mm -hmm. we're not – I'm not concerned about that. But I was, like, pre-diabetic and um she was just like, let's do the holistic way. She didn't force any medicines on me. She was like, Let me let's do the holistic way and let's try to like, you know, just focus on losing weight, stay away from sugars and like yeah. do that. So I mean it's up and down, but like like I said, overall I've lost twenty five pounds. I've been consistent with losing that weight and yeah. haven't had to
1: you know, I need the, her information. I, have I not found a doctor like that.
0: Okay, so I'm going to – okay, so she did it, and then, like, the pandemic happened, and she went to cosmetology. So she's not in OB-GYN no more. Oh. And I just – and I hate that, but she was really good. But I can try to find another one. Mm-hmm. I, I I try to tell more black women to go to black OB-GYNs.
1: And I did not have that experience. See, I went to a – um black like obgyn and she was african so that could be a difference like a major difference but um, i was telling her like oh i think i have pcos she was like you just need to lose weight um, you carry more weight in your stomach da da, da 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 like you need to be on birth control and i was like no i don't want to be on birth control like i want to know what's wrong with me because when i start having kids i want to make sure i can have kids like yeah. i don't want an issue when that time is like when that time comes so I had the total different, like I had a different experience with a block. A black doctor. Really? Yes.
0: I I get it because I was seeing a uh, black PCP. She wasn't my OBGYN, Mm -hmm. but she was uh, the PCP. And she was kind of like, you just need to lose weight. You just need to lose weight. And it's like what people don't understand when you have PCOS or any like fertility type issues related, it affects your hormones and the way you can digest like basic sugars and carbs that cause you to gain weight. And A lot of people just don't know about how that affects, like, women and why they are heavier size than, Mm -hmm. you know, people just think you're just eating. You're just eating. But I can tell you right now, I do not eat a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I totally agree. I don't
0: even eat a lot. But it's like the basic things that you could eat and not gain a pound, I will gain
1: like, Girl, I could eat a hamburger and gain 10 pounds like. Yeah, like <laughs> people
0: people don't understand Like it takes us way longer to digest it yes. um, From going the holistic route The only best thing I can tell you is take vitamins mm-hmm. I've been taking ashwagandha vitamins
1: See, I'm not consistent I had that, but I took it for like 2 weeks in a row and then I was just like I kept forgetting about it. So, yeah. I need to be more consistent with my vitamins. Well, that's
0: kind of like the way you're going to have to go about it holistically. I mean, if you really do believe that you have PCOS, of course you have to do the ultrasound to confirm, but yeah. um like if you really do believe that, then you would have to like just kind of make sure you're taking your vitamins, um like me, I kind of get like depressed spells, so I take like D3, mm-hmm. ashwagandha, uh B 12 woman's complex uh vitamins like you're
1: stacking up you're doing better
0: than me well it's just because like (laughs) like i said like pcos pcos really affected my life really bad especially my dating life because you know a lot of it's hard dating and telling men like hey i have this Mm -hmm. kind of fertility disorder so why do you feel
1: like you have to tell them
0: I tell them at a certain point, okay. once we're starting okay. to get serious, mm-hmm. or if, like, um, yeah, once we're starting to get serious or anything like that, I will tell them, especially when they kind of start joking, like, oh, you're going to have babies, or I'm going to get you pregnant, and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> junk's on you. Yeah, think. Yeah, thank. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But no. I, tell th- I tell the guys I'm more serious with. Yeah. And just to, like, because sometimes, like, I've dated men that really do want kids, And Mm -hmm. dating a woman that has fertility issues could be a problem.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad you are open about it, though.
0: I am. Because a lot more women are experiencing PCOS and are not getting treated or, you know, diagnosed it. And so you're not understanding why your periods are so heavy, why you're gaining weight and you can't lose weight, why you're hormonal and moody and stuff like that. Like, a lot of times people don't know. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you, like, you might have PCOS. uh, It's, like, endometriosis. It's, uh... It's another thing that's like three of them that it could be that's mm-hmm. very common, especially amongst women, black women. And um a lot of times it's hereditary. Um yes. I do want to say that my family has uh, the women in my family have a history of having cysts mm-hmm. and um and endometriosis and all types of stuff like that, mm-hmm. where our fertility is kind of like not. See,
1: I'm so glad that your family is open about it. my family is just like. This is my business. I'm going to keep it in the house. If I don't have kids, I don't want kids. But it could be a whole reason why you don't have kids. So
0: it's super private. And see, that would help if your family was more open about it. Because once I told the doctors, like, look, my family has history of this. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? My mom has cis cousins. You know, it's, it's common in our family. And then they were like, oh. Let's check it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once yeah. I told them like, look, this friends and the family and then they were able to be like more open about it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. if you ever just wanna talk about it or need help, yeah. I can help. I mean, to the best of my ability of how I've been able to manage it. Yeah. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Because it's not something that ever goes away. That's something that I do wanna be upfront with you and say, It's not it doesn't go away.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's still something in you and like the people I've seen, like, kind of overturn their PCOS, especially with, uh, like, I'll go on YouTube and stuff like that, and people will have stories. Mm-hmm. They went, like, vegan and stuff. So you have to be on a very strict diet yes. to, like, kind of reverse it. it. But it's like, the, like the, the women will tell you, like, even with that, you'll be vegan, and then, like, let's just say you start eating non-vegan, mm-hmm. it'll come back. It'll never go away. That's
1: shit is crazy.
0: So, it is something that you'll have to, like, you know, be open with with your partner and, yeah. you know, and I just. I haven't
1: really talked. I have a whole boyfriend. We've been dating for almost a year, and I haven't really, like, stepped into that.
0: Do y'all talk oh, about children?
1: Yeah. He have a kid, so, like, he's not ready to have kids right now. So, I feel like that's why we haven't crossed that bridge on, like, I think I may have BCLs, so.
0: Okay. I mean, I mean, I get it. If he's not wanting kids right now. I mean, you're not wanting kids right now. You're in med school. Yeah, right? so
1: it's just like.
0: It's not even like a real like forefront of the concern, but it is for you.
1: Girl, but he gonna hear it now.
0: I, I, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I like like, like like I said, if I was,
1: especially if I was dating a guy
0: for a year. Girl, t- almost two. Almost two? <laughs> yes. See, you're 26. I want to start having kids like kind of within the next two to three years mm-hmm. how old are you 26 okay yeah I just turned 26 though in September
1: yeah I feel like 28 29 is my year to shine to,
0: yeah, yeah 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 I feel you <laughs> I feel you yeah like when I think about having kids I'm like I'm thinking about it more now like I, I just I love kids I want to have at too, least one girl. or two and um and yeah like I'm more open to it now I guess
1: you wasn't open to it at first no
0: I was so like, I ain't having kids. I ain't having kids.
1: What was it? Like, what was own?
0: Part of it was my mom. Okay. You know, she was a single mother of two. Same. So, same. she kind of was like, get your degree, girl. Go be successful. Go do what you want to do. But them babies and shit, that could wait. <laughs> no.
1: That could wait. My mom was the same way. She was like, you don't need to have kids to marry. You need to graduate, da da da, da. So, it yeah. was me and my sister and just her. So, right. she was the same.
0: And, well, my sister ended up having three kids. You know, very early on. Mm -hmm. Um, My sister's older than me, but she ended up having her three kids. And my mom was like, yeah, you know, you don't need no kids. Then when I hit about 25.
1: I was like, it's time.
0: Well, I wasn't ready yet. I hit 25. I wasn't ready for kids. I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like, I still got shit to do. And then, like, okay, mom asking uh. But like, the where the kids at? Like, I'll call my mom and be like, hey, mom, I have something to tell you. she would be like, you pregnant. i would be like, no. Okay.
1: My mom's still the opposite. She like, you better not be pregnant. You need to finish school. I'm like, okay. Shit. Damn.
0: Well, <laughs> it's like starting to change. I don't yeah. know. I really don't know. But it's starting to change. Dad's asking me, you going to get a husband? You got a man? Like, you know, and that my dad. am
1: going to get him? From the store? Like, are you dating right now? Like, in a serious relationship or? You don't wanna talk about it. You don't wanna talk
0: about um, it. <laughs> okay. I am seeing someone. Okay. I like him a lot. And um <laughs> that's where I must put that. Okay, we can leave it like that. We can that. leave it you like know that. We gotta talk about well, it. Well, because like I'm creating this vlog of my life. Uh I'm doing it right now so you guys can um by the time this comes out, it will be live, and you guys can go check it out. It will be on my Patreon, and um, it's, like, $5 to subscribe to the Patreon. So that's mm-hmm. why I don't want to put too much of my business out there because y'all could really get to know the behind the scenes of what I go on with my life and how I do it on a Patreon. But, um, yeah, so I am dating now. Like, okay. But I'm, like, dating more, like, seriously now, okay. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. um, I've had my fun. I've done my thing, and, like, Um, I've been in a relationship, well, I was in a relationship three years ago. I've been single out of a relationship for almost three years. Okay. So it's like, it's time. Like, you know what I'm saying? That first year, I was like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Uh, I took the second year to heal. And then, like, now I'm walking into this third year, and I'm like, look, I need to kind of, like, get back out there. Because more of it was, like, fear of just, like, getting my heart broken, yada, yada, yada.
1: I don't even want to, like shit on my relationship but I feel like I thrive when I'm single like I'm working out I'm eating right like I'm just on my shit and then when I get in a relationship it's like oh I'm with my boyfriend oh you want to eat chicken tenders let's go eat chicken tenders like and I kind of fall off on like the shit I'm being real serious about so (laughs)
0: yeah I get what you're saying because like my man now he's like oh he eats so much
1: bad he eats horrible
0: and I know that feeling but like I guess I still don't I don't eat as much as I used to maybe <laughs> I just don't <laughs> yeah. I, I don't um I don't know I, I can't explain it but like he'll be up at two three o'clock in the morning eating I'm just so half sleep looking at him like
1: I'm scared to eat the weight.
0: I don't I don't eat. I don't eat when he eats.
1: I'm scared to eat that way. My mom used to be like, Don't sleep with that food on your stomach. You're gonna get big. Da, 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 da. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean,
0: girl, I don't I don't eat when my man eats. I let him eat. Real? You
1: don't cook? He, huh? Oh no, you don't cook. He I don't, don't cook.
0: really I mean, I do but okay, I have started cooking more for him. Mm-hmm. But like I just don't even eat. Like I don't have the desire to eat. Like I just snack. Yeah. I literally just had a like a small mozzarella stick on my way here. Okay. I didn't even eat at all. Okay. Okay. So I was like, I don't, I don't eat as much. Yeah. I, I guess you. I don't have the hunger and desire to eat. I feel you. I so it could just be me and my new thing. But I get what you're saying when you feel like you thrive more and when you're not in a relationship. Probably on it. But I feel like this is like important, right? And I'm not shitting on your relationship because I don't know your relationship. Yeah. But I am gonna say like sometimes you just gotta have a partner that is gonna encourage you to be your best self. Yeah. Right. Like he does. Like the guy I'm seeing now, he he doesn't force force me or pressure me to eat. If he wants to go out and get something at two o'clock, I'd be like, okay, go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Versus with my ex, he used to be like you know, up on the game, smoking weed, like, I'm hungry, I got the munchies, can you please go run to the store and give me the, the, the." Run to the
1: store. Yeah, (laughs) like, it's like,
0: it's like a difference, you know what I'm saying, and he don't, and he don't force that on me, you know what I'm saying, he makes Uh sure I stays on top of my shit, like, I told him I was gonna record a podcast today, he's like, "Uh, you prepare for it, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna wing it, he's like.
1: Girl, I called my boyfriend. I was like, my my throat is cracking. My throat is cracking. He like, stop at the store, get some green tea, yeah. yeah. Peppermint. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm really yeah. like,
0: but <laughs> But see, that's what I'm saying. you like your partner should really just <clears throat> push you to do yes. the best that you could do and be yes. the best that you could be in this and while you're with him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if like you're like if you're like, okay, I don't wanna I don't wanna overeat or anything like that you know he could do i don't know what he could do if y'all live together but it's just more like definitely not. huh
1: i said definitely not
0: okay <laughs> but i'm just like it's just like certain things your man could do like you know i don't think he forces that or pushes that on you it's just you mentally yeah
1: it's totally me. like i'll be like man i'm working out da-da-da. i'm on my shit and you like good job go to the gym today like i know how you feel when you work out and then i'll be like okay like, I get over it. Or, like, I want to lay up under you. So that's so that's it, why I say it's a mean thing. It That's what it is. Like, especially with women,
0: like, we, we get our man and we just be like.
1: Yes, I want to be lovey-dovey. Okay,
0: I want to be in that nigga nutsack. Y'all <laughs> be like, I want to be in your skin. Let me be in your skin. We ain't close enough. Exactly. That's exactly how it is with us women. We be like, oh, I want to be all up under my man. That is ridiculous. That's exactly how it is. But um, other than that, um, how is it with you dating? Like, I know we spoke about before, like, you know, you're a bigger woman, you know. Mm-hmm. How has that been, just dating as a—I even
1: consider you plus size, but never mind. Girl, are. nobody consider me plus size, but I am, okay? Do you think you're plus y'all. size? Do you shop plus size clothes? Yeah. mean like a zero X, one X, but, you know, that's still plus size. I can't fit straight size. Got you. Okay. Okay. But um, right now, like I said, I'm not dating. I'm in a relationship. But um, when I was dating, I was like, do a nigga like me for me? Is it just my face? Like, I didn't have dudes tell me, like, oh, you have a pretty face. Like, you have a cool personality. Like, I like your hair. But, like, when you're intimate with someone, you want to be sexy. You don't want to just be like, oh, I'm pretty in the face. Mm. I got nice hair. I'm cool, cause that's not what we doing right now. Like, mm. you want somebody to like everything. You know what I'm saying? So points. Points are made. Yes. Like, I didn't have to do something all the time. Like, um, I be like, oh, like, I don't like my stomach. Oh, don't worry about that. You pretty in the face. Da, da da da. Okay, but I still got this belly on me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that. So, do you feel like
0: in that instance? Are you like? Where do you think your your body insecurity came from? Because I had this conversation with my guy uh, this past week, and I told him Mm -hmm. that like I was seventeen in this situation where this guy was dealing with me and another girl. So obviously he cheated on me, Mm -hmm. and it was like this whole (laughs) big thing of she looks better than me, she has a better body than me. Did he tell you that? Yeah. Was it okay? Straight up. Like he was like that was the. That was, like, one of the first times I experienced, like, real insecurity about myself because I was skinny. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a little thickums now, but, like, I was, like, under 100 pounds. And i was, I
1: seen that. I've seen that.
0: I was, like, under 100 pounds. I was very thin, very skinny. And at the time, and she was built. You know what I'm saying? She had big titties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. had a little ass. Like, she was nicely built. Yeah. And he was like, she looks better than you, she dresses better than you, like all this stuff. Like, you know, comparing me and her and just really shitting on me. Yeah. And that was the first time I think I saw myself as a very insecure about my body.
1: Yeah, I can not even like pinpoint on when I feel like I started getting insecure. And I was talking to my best friend about this, and she was like, I feel like our parents mold us into being not big, but, like, when you're a bigger person or a bigger kid growing up, your parents mold you, like, oh, make sure you put your uh, pants over your stomach. Or, like, when I can remember when I had, like, a dance competition at the church, and my mom was like, here, put this girdle on so everything could be smooth. And it wasn't like, oh, like, you look bad, but she was on something like, everything's going to be smooth. You have a leotard on, so, like, she just brought it into my attention like, "Oh, I do got a little stomach that I got to put this girdle on." I'm what well, I was probably like 13 and I'm the only one with a girdle on. I'm like, "Hold on."
0: <laughs> yeah. And you not even realizing cuz I think as a kid you don't
1: even you're not seeing like Yeah, so that's how I'm saying like or... you're um I feel like your family kind of like Cause I wasn't a big kid, but like once I hit 10, I started getting a little chunky in a way. So
0: I can definitely relate and say that your family does like kind of play a part in like your insecurities because before it was like a body issue. Mm -hmm. It was my skin color.
1: Seriously. Yeah. Like, um, did you grow up in Texas? mm -hmm. I feel like that's the Texas thing, girl. Really? Yes. I'm from New Orleans. So like. Dudes out there be like, oh, I love a pretty dark skin, da da da. And when I came to Texas, like I used to hear people say light skin, dark skin. That was never a thing out there. Like, mm. oh, she she light skin, she real pretty. Uh, it was never like that. So I started hearing that when I was in sixth grade, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Black skin darks and I hung out with like I grew up with like majority of my cousins are lighter than me. So it was never a thing like oh they prettier than me cuz they lighter. So
0: I mean, I grew <clears> up <throat> with like um like my cousins and more on my mom's side. My dad's side I have darker cousins, but mm-hmm. it's not an issue there, but it's just like more on my mom's side the ones I grew up with. Majority is like they're all lighter than me. I was like the darkest grandchild, mm-hmm. darkest cousin. And uh yeah, it was always like little jokes about me being dark skinned, you know, and then I kinda don't even like being referred to as being chocolate. Girl, because you're it's not, like, though. Well, it's just like sometimes I feel like I <clears throat> feel like men or will try to like appetize, like, oh you're 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 pretty. Like I've heard you're pretty for a dark skinned girl, you're pretty for a brown skinned girl. Then I got like that made me really insecure. Like I was young, like we like anywhere between 6 to, like, 13, 14, playing mm-hmm. outside, da-da-da. I'm getting dark as hell in the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting yeah. black, and, like, my cousins are making fun of me, like, I we can you see Rachel? Like, you know what I'm saying? And because they're all light-skinned, bright, yellow girls. Like, Girl
1: being somewhere crying.
0: I mean, like- I, I don't think I cried about it then, but mm-hmm. then I got really insecure about it because, like, when I got more in my teenage years and we're going to the mall and we're going to the mm-hmm. movies and skating rings and stuff like that, I'm seeing my cousins or them get hit on like, oh, they're cute. And they're, you know, all the guys are getting like, they're having a lot of male attention
1: mm-hmm. and I'm like
0: 13 looking like a boy, <laughs> dark skin, well, brown skin, I guess, dark skin, yeah. brown skin, black girl, like not getting that same attention. yeah, yeah. And so yes. I, and I'm going to be honest I don't feel like I started getting a lot of male attention until I got grown and until I became bigger, thicker. Same.
1: Not bigger, thicker, but until I got older. Like, when I was in high school, I don't think I was pulling like that. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I I don't think I was the it girl. And I don't even know why. Like, I feel like I look the exact same, but, like. My mom wasn't like the, oh, you have to wear this polo shirt. Like, Mm -hmm. we went to Aeropostale. She got me, like, 20-color shirts Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And, like... Like she didn't buy jade. She was like, "That's boyish. That's you're not yeah. gonna wear no jades." So I don't think I was like the it one. So
0: yeah, I I didn't have like the clothes. I didn't have yeah. like. I was very creative now mm-hmm. with my hair. Yeah. I think if you go back in some of my old Facebook pictures, like I always changed my hair. I was more colorful. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked makeup. I was like the ultimate girly girl. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get that much attention from guys. Like, I just really didn't. I was yeah, like. girl, I was like, what? What i'm doing right yeah like in comparison like my my um my sister she was like always she had titties she had ass she was like slim thick mm-hmm. she was like the beginning <laughs> stages like a slim thick <laughs> then my sister she kind of resembles ashanti so mm-hmm. she had like the long nice pretty hair i never had long hair this is the longest my hair has been in mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Girl shut. Years.
0: Up. Okay. I never had long hair that even touched my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I was like the ultimate little chicken head. Shut up. Like for real. I was like the ultimate little chicken head. I I mean, I went through a little oh man, I went through a little phase. Man, and, I a t- and I didn't get it. And I didn't no seriously, like I didn't really even start looking cute or looking anything type of thing until I got, so I started gaining some weight, so I think, you know, Mm -hmm. thicker women in general, you don't, not BBL or anything, like, not the Instagram model thick, I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. like, when you
1: naturally have. But you got a shape on you. See, my, my thickness, quote, unquote, comes from my boobs, like, I have no ass, I don't have no ass, so. I
0: guess I don't even look at it like that. Girl, it's the
1: difference of being a BBW versus like just being no okay so a bbw is a big beautiful woman right that's period so when dudes say oh she a bbw she got cakes on her so a dude would be like oh you're not thick because you don't have no ass like you just got boobs on you so how okay so
0: how is that <laughs> like okay not having ass or whatever in dating because like or just yeah, being a woman, cause like, is that do you feel like the the stigma is like harder now because like especially with BBL culture, like people are buying asses and stuff yes, like that. It's like yes. making it like more of a standard
1: to uh, have ass. Like what, what? It's half and half because like you'll have some of them J Cole niggas like oh, she don't have a BBL, like, praise her, like, she natural, da-da-da. Yeah. And then you have, like, the popping niggas, like, oh, girl, go get that fix. Like, you go get your ass, da-da-da. So, How do you feel
0: about it? Like, you feel like you want to get an uh, ass, or are you, are, are you okay and comfortable with your body?
1: Definitely not, girl. I don't, like, I don't desire to, but I know, like, and this may sound horrible, like, but I know when a dude talking to me, he talking Talkin to me. me like he mm. not like, oh, she she just fine. And I'm not trying to downplay myself, but, like, I know he fooling with me for real. Like, he not just like, oh, I won't hit because she got an ass on her. Let's talk about that.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about that like, because because I, I've always struggled with dating, especially men. It's just like I started developing the inner knowing of whether – you really wanna fuck with me mm-hmm. because of who I am and my personality or you're fucking with me because of the way I look. Yeah. And and I went through this period where I was just like, um, I was talking to guys and like they wanna have sex. And it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. I I understand that, but yeah, do you like me for me? Like a lot of things that I'm interested in, the things that I wanna do in life, like do you really like that?
1: Yeah. Because
0: it's it's hard when you when I like yeah, I have an ass, but when I tell you I don't I don't think of myself as like this fine little teen like I don't mm-hmm. see myself like I guess yeah. these men or other people may see me. With these vouchers. Yeah I, <laughs> Yeah I don't see myself I never have I yeah. never have And I have friends That's like Yo Rachel you know Your ass is fat Yada yada And I just never See myself as that So when a guy's mm-hmm. talking to me I'm all in La
1: la la Like oh he really likes me And then he like Oh she got a fat ass I want to hit You like Looking out the bathroom Like what he saying Yeah oh, Yeah So <laughs> yeah, I'm like Wait you like me for me Or you like me for this ass Like nah. what,
0: what What is it no, And real. that And that is like So I'm so glad you brought that up because like as far as bbl people like Mm -hmm. i always said i never want to be a bad bitch Mm -hmm. like perfectly bad and have no flaws the reason why is because you literally are constantly dealing with that um are you dealing with me because you like my personality Mm -hmm. you like who i am and sometimes when you're bbl barbie dolled out it's hard to for them Mm -hmm. women to be able to display their personality because their body comes first.
1: See, I don't even want to shit on them, but like if you are a BBL girl, like you know the attention that's coming with it. Yeah. So like do you think those are like the girls like, oh I'm not worrying about if a dude like me, I just want a nigga with some money. Like, he see I got this shape on me. He see I'm bad. Like that's all we need to worry about. Cause there's females out there like that. <laughs>
0: It's one thing, because, I mean, I can't even... I mean, it's one thing because you they want to look good. That's the whole purpose of them having that body. And I yeah. don't think that has anything to do with a man. Mm-hmm. But it's like the male attention from the men's point of view, from the men's eyes, from their twisted, wired brains, mm-hmm. you're a trophy. yeah I don't okay. think it's going to be hard for them to be... I think yeah. it's hard for men to separate the, the woman body aspect of trophy from she's a dope woman, she's a real ass woman, she had my mm-hmm. back, like she'll do all of this stuff for me. Like she's real. Like it's hard for them to differentiate yeah. between that because men are very, I would say, like primal, very like beat my chest, egotistical type creatures by nature. Mm-hmm. I just I I guess I when I see that I when I see a BBO woman, I'm I'm more like, damn, do you really have a personality? You look bad. You're yeah. pretty. You're beautiful. Yeah. You have it all, but like, where's your personality at? Where's your mindset at? And is that holding weight over the way you look? Yeah. Because you. Because to be honest, I feel like you look bad. You look good. Your body's banging. You have to work twice as hard to have a personality. You have mm-hmm. to work twice as hard to for people to see that to
1: stand out. To stand yes. out. Yes. Because
0: yes. I mean, nowadays there's a hundred million bad ass women like that look good that i don't know one bad looking woman if you look bad if you look ugly in 2021 that's a personal issue
1: no seriously you going through some things and i'll like, let you have it right Because <laughs> i mean like
0: no seriously if there's an ugly <clears throat> woman in 2021 that's a personal issue because i think ain't nothing to make up the weave bbl There's like so many tiktoks it, it's, like, okay like, it's so many let things me find
1: style let me yeah uh, like it's so many it's, for me.
0: it's so many ways women can enhance themselves and beautify themselves if they choose to so i don't even know an ugly woman i don't know an ugly okay. woman to be honest in
1: 2021 so you saying it so i feel like okay i was talking about this earlier do you think I feel like big women have it very hard to run to Walmart with some sweats on and t shirt. They not gonna get nobody number. But if a straight sling girl, slim girl, run to Walmart with some t-shirts, a bonnet on, they're gonna be like, oh, she fine. She just she just came in here to she just came in here to get some cookies. But if they see my big ass running in there, they're gonna be like, oh, she look a mess.
0: It's it's up to the guy. <laughs> I mean, because like there has been times where I look, would- Busted mm-hmm. and like I get so much male attention, and I'm just like, y'all,
1: them niggas busted.
0: No, I look busted. No, I'm saying, like. are they busted? I feel
1: like when somebody hollering at me and I'm looking a mess, I'm like, mm-hmm.
0: you looking at them, like, you questioning on them. Now.
1: <laughs> what you got going on? Uh,
0: I can say yes, a little to be true. Yeah, like, yeah. a lot. Sometimes I'll I could look at the guy and be like, your standards are low. <laughs> I mean, because I'm looking crazy. <laughs> You looking crazy. And they be like, man, I just got off work. You know, I ain't really try too hard.
1: Okay, mm. this is not the time or the place to be mm. hollering at me. But I know this may be your only opportunity, but. um, mm.
0: Okay, so let me, let me ask you this from a bigger woman perspective. I don't know. Because like I said, I wouldn't even consider you, like, really big. But do you, have you ever had any, like, weird instances where men have been, like, creepy and overly sexualized you in person no just either way whether it's online or whether it's in person i mean yeah
1: that shit was just hell and like i said like i have boobs on me so it'll be something regarding my boobs like I don't even wanna say this shit out loud. It's so horrible. Like yeah. it makes me cringe, but yeah, it's like you you're not fooling with me. You just like, Oh yeah, I wanna I wanna titty fuck. Da 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 I'm like, ah. yeah, I'm like yeah So yeah, yeah, yeah I
0: have I, I get that too, like sometimes <clears throat> like Ugh. Like, so I have been in, like, the most awkward situations where guys have, like, overly sexualized me and then got mad because I wasn't... I didn't have any intentions to have sex with them. Yeah. And, like, that, to me, is, like, very, like... Rapey. Rapey. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said, if this is happening to me, I could just imagine what other women go through who yes. probably look better than me.
1: Girl, I have Dodge, like, okay, I could say, um... I was hanging out with this dude. This is like our first time hanging out. And, um, see, I was young and reckless. Let's just say that. So uh, he got me out of the situation. Thank you, Jesus. But um, he was just like, come on, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Like, you know, some childish ass shit. And I shouldn't have been over there anyway. Probably nobody probably knew I was there and stuff like that. And, like, you just dodge bullets because that is like a scary situation. With, like i mean men really do feel entitled
0: to <clears throat> women like yes and and i always try to make men see it like this right because people believe that uh coercive sex is like borderline rape mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like when it's just like man come on let me just put the tip in come on let's just do it real quick or, come on like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and then sometimes a lot of women just go through with it not because they wanted to but because they just wanted you to shut fuck up they
1: felt pressured they felt pressured
0: they didn't want to do it and a lot of men won't accept that as rape because a lot of men have done that
1: yeah because they're like oh but you said okay but nigga you beg like
0: for 20 minutes straight like and then like sometimes we're in an uncomfortable situation where we're cornered or like you know maybe somebody doesn't know where we're at or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever so we're a lot of times have there's like a lot of thoughts are going in our heads like okay if something goes wrong what happens? It's like mm-hmm. a survival instinct to just go ahead, have the sex, and then move on. But you yeah. feel shitty about it afterwards, or you feel like yes. complete, like you completely feel less than, and you, this guy is like feeling like he's like the shit because he just had sex with you. But I didn't want to. Yeah,
1: you raped right, me, nigga. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So a lot
0: of men don't feel like that is, but I'm just like, imagine that happening to your daughter, because it will. I always tell men, this is just me speaking from experience Mm -hmm. whatever you do to a woman imagine that happening to your daughter because it could very well possibly happen to your daughter Mm -hmm. and she's in like as as women we go through so much that we don't even tell our homegirls about like our closest friends our family like we go through so much that we don't even tell our homegirl or our friends like hey this just happened to me with this guy you know whatever Mm -hmm. whatever like because we're so insecure about it, we feel like, for one, nobody's going to believe us, or two, like, we're going to be like, why do you put yourself in that dumbass position? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's so much that goes on in our head that, yeah. And I just be like, for men that's sitting up there like, oh, like, okay, like, I had this guy talk to me mm-hmm. one time. I'm going to say this before I wrap it up. But, like, this guy was like, Kevin Samuels has said, after three or four days with a guy, a woman should be giving up. A- The coochie I
1: seen that I seen that Yes
0: And I said I don't I was just like Why is that And he's like Mm -hmm. Because you know We don't want to get used For our money And this this and that And I'm just
1: like Used for your money Nigga you asked me to go out I'm not walking around Asking a nigga to take me out Like can you please Take me out Can you please Take me out on a date No nigga you asked me And men feel like I'm spending my money So
0: it's equivalent To pussy
1: the and I'm like,
0: the entitlement, like men do not see the entitlement in that because I'm just like, okay, out of context, let's talk about your daughter. Your daughter's growing up. She's 16, 17, starting a mm-hmm. date. You're going to tell her after three or four days with the man, you might want to give up that pussy. Definitely not. You're not saying that to your fucking daughter, but you're going to tell a grown ass woman that someone else's daughter that.
1: Yes. Yes. Girl. So like my dad, ooh, I hope he don't listen to this shit, <laughs> but he is a quote unquote, Player. I'm going to just say okay. that. Okay. And so I told him one day, I was like, Dad, I keep getting my heart broken. And I think it's because of you. <laughs> For real. Like For real. I think it's because of you because you don't be doing right sometimes. And what did he say? He was like, oh, my baby, I'm so sorry. Like, he brushed it under the rug, but... I mean, it's
0: Come it's for now. real, it's for real. Like, men don't understand, like, what you do to another woman is what's, what's going to happen to your kids, yes. like your daughter especially. Yes. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, man, I felt like for a minute there I was going through a, a – a thing where my I feel like my dad is emotionally unavailable. He's like an emotionally unavailable type man. He targets women that make more of him, have more things than mm-hmm. him, and, like, he kind of does that. Yeah. That's just my perspective of the lens I see my dad as. Now, is mm-hmm. this is really true, oh, no. but this is just the lens I see him through. Now, I feel like I went through, in my early 20s, especially dating, it's just like I would purposely find men that had less than me. And I mm-hmm. didn't realize I was doing it. Like, mm-hmm. they probably didn't have a car. They didn't have a place. They didn't have a job. They didn't have this. So I, I, was, the same I was the one that was always having it all together. And, and let me help you. Let me, me help
1: you get a car. And mm-hmm. let me help you do this. Let me help you get a place. And let me help you find a better job. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Like,
0: I fell into that role. And then they were also very emotionally unavailable. So I'm feeling resentment about all this stuff I've done for them because I feel like my emotional needs are not being met. Mm-hmm. And I really was like, I got to a point where I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm not dating any more un- emotionally unavailable man. And yeah. I don't give a fuck if you can't cry to me. We're we can't. We're not gonna work because I'm a very emotional person. I I had to accept that about myself. Like I'm a very emotional. I'll mm-hmm. cry. I'm very passionate. I'll do everything. For me. So I want my man to be vulnerable with me. I understand yeah. that as a man. You can't do that with the outside world. You can't mm-hmm. do that at your job. You can't do that with your homeboys. But yeah. with me, you, you got to feel safe. You got to be able to open up. You got to be able to be very vulnerable with me. And be... And, trust me you know what I'm saying and if you can't do that because you're so macho man uh, what they say alpha male Mm -hmm. if you're so that you're not the guy for me because I I can't I can't deal with men that are like emotionally unintelligent to where they can't understand my feelings they can't empathize they can't they don't know emotion I can't deal with men like that no more
1: so what did you have to do to like put a stop to that to realize like this is the type of man I'm finding so how am I going to change that
0: Um, I did a lot of work on myself. So first off, I had to accept that, like, okay, I'm emotional. I had to admit that. Yeah, because I grew I kind of was like in this phase of where I'm not emotional. I'm tough. I'm this, you know, I don't I don't I don't take no shit type woman. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I went through that phase. And I said, No, I'm not her. I'm yeah. not overly independent. I want to be taken care of. I want to live in a in a receiving type energy. I'm not going to be just, you know, uh, independent Strong mm-hmm. Resilient type woman anymore I'm going to be Soft and feminine And very vulnerable And yes. if a guy Could not accept that And if like You know Sometimes I've dated guys They're like Man you cry too much You always whining and shit cry. You always You always You know You always crying about some shit Like man Suck that shit up And I'll be like No I'm a he woman He won't date
1: his homeboy That's what
0: it is Got to be Like uh, Once I start living And being like Look I'm emotional Like I'll, I'll admit it To a guy in a heartbeat I'm emotional Yeah I'm I'm needy. I want attention.
1: I want to be seen damn near every day. Yeah, like, like I need you to text me, not twenty four seven, but I need you to text me quite often throughout the day. Like, I need,
0: I need you to prioritize me. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And I, yes. and I, and I, and I, and I think when I stop shying away from that and just kind of making that at the front and center of my relationships, mm-hmm. guys got out of it quick. The guys that weren't for me got out of there quick. Cause they was like, mm-hmm. I can't deal with that type of energy. I can't deal with that type of woman. I'm used to a woman that cooks, cleans, works forty plus hours a week, takes care of kids. Like I'm used to this to this mm-hmm. strong, independent woman. He's and if, used to his mama. Yeah, please. and if you're not that, then yeah. we're not gonna work. Like I, I kind of make it known. Like look, if. I don't mind cooking and cleaning and laundry, but I'm not working 40-plus hours a week. Like, come on. Like, I I started making it known, like, what I want because I don't want to be super stretched thin and and work super hard. And And that's not me. I don't want to live in that energy no more. So when I accepted that and I made mm -hmm. that, like, very known, a lot of men were just like, okay, I'm out of here because.
1: I feel like I've always, like, been that person, but I would find the nigga and be like, "I like I like him so much. So, like, I'm kind of going to mold into, like, you know, like, mm. mold into, like, what he on. Like, oh, you want me to cook? Shit. I don't feel like cooking. But I cook today because you want me to cook. So, I kind of, I'm starting to, to get out of, well, I'm it, out of it now. But my first relationship, like, the real relationship, girl, I horrible. Had, I had to
0: compromise. Like, okay, so I'm not a cooker like that. I've said that. A 100 times like I don't really cook like I'm just like not into that, right? Yeah. And I let it be known in my relationships. And yeah. a lot of and I start meeting guys that cook and that and that um be like, "No, don't worry. About it. We'll go get something to eat or I'll cook or like yeah. um my man now, he just bought me some groceries. He's like, "Look, you know, I at least bought the groceries. Can you cook for me?" And then, "Okay, that's where we can have a give and take type moment because you're yeah. buying you groceries, I'll cook for you what you want." Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like I started realizing, like, I let it kind of be known up front, cause like I'm like, look, if you think you're gonna have some Molly the maid, Betty homemaker type woman, that's yeah. super woman, I'm not her. Yeah, we have to have a partnership. We have to have yes. an equal give and take, and I'm yes. not over giving anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't, cause I used to be the type to be like, oh, oh, you want that? Oh, don't worry about it, babe. I got it for you. I got it for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah, like. And I and on top of working my ass off, on top of paying my bills, on top of being this superwoman, and I said, "Fuck that! I'm not doing that no more."
1: Definitely not. So, Definitely not. because if I told. Well, in the past, like, if I was to tell my ex, like, oh, I want that, he'll be like, oh, save for it. No, nigga, I want you to save for it. Like, I want <laughs> you to buy the shit. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm just kind of like, and I'm more, up, like, I, I speak up more now about what yes. I want. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's, like, the best thing I can tell a woman. Now, it's a different energy than just having a handout, like, you know, here you go. Because I don't fuck with men for money. Yeah. But Definitely I do not. fuck with men that have stability behind them.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, and
0: yes, yes, money is a part of stability. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, I I fuck with men that have stability. Like that's not going to trip over a thirty dollar date. Yeah, or a forty dollar date. They're not going to trip over buying me groceries. They're not like you know what I'm saying. Because if you're going to trip over that shit, you might not be ready for a girlfriend. I try to tell men all the time. You cannot date
1: and be broke. I'm sorry. You can't. I be trying to tell these men.
0: I'm trying to tell or be in a
1: whole relationship. That's impossible.
0: Having a woman is expensive. It is let me say this again having a woman is expensive
1: and it's optional it's option it's optional it's me. optional
0: <laughs> right right exactly exactly so when i make my demands and i and i'm like i want this i want that i leave it up to you and if you're not gonna do that i'm gonna go find somebody that will yes. because like oh like i'm saying having a woman period whether even if it's especially if it's the bbl trophy girl mm-hmm. she's mad expensive
1: she want a birkin and she want a chanel okay. but
0: but me i'm not I'm. I'm I'm more modest, I'm more realistic. I understand. I'm not Birkin Chanel type girl. I'm more mm-hmm. auto, you know. I, I love me a little auto, bag. <laughs> Ross Marshalls little
1: Steve Madden Steve, okay. Steve Madden. Okay, I love you. So, Steve
0: Madden, now. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm that type of girl. So, I understand. And so, when I ask these things from my guy,
1: if he's gonna chip over and be like, I, I don't want to do that, I ain't got it. Okay, you're not the guy for me. You're not. And then I come from a dad. Like, me and my dad didn't uh, live together because he still stay in New Orleans. But my dad, he like, okay, like he brought me two cars. I didn't have to pay a car note, insurance. So, like, I'm not, I'm not asking you to buy me a car, but if I ask you to buy me a dinner, like, it shouldn't be a problem because I, I don't have any daddy issues, none of that. I may have something a little deep down inside, but, like, on the surface, like, my dad was always there. If
0: there's nothing else, he's a provider.
1: Yes, like, he he's a provider on some shit, so I, I need you to bring something to the table. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: <laughs> man, when I say, like, and, and like, actually, my dad's not a provider. He, mm-hmm. um, he's not like he's not that type of guy. Um, I think he's trying to come around now. He's 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 doing better. I'm not gonna shit on my dad. I love my dad to death. Like, oh my gosh, that's my
1: yeah, that's yeah.
0: my guy. But it's just like I started when I realized like, okay, there's this pattern that's happened. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in my family and the family dynamics between man and woman. I said I'm not doing that. Yeah, I kind of had to break that cycle of just like I'm not doing that. Yeah. And so I'm like I had to find the balance of, okay, I'm podcasting. You know, this is kind of more of a male-dominant type industry. Mm-hmm. And so in this aspect, in this studio, in this environment, yes, I can be masculine. Yes, I can pop yeah. my shit. Yeah, I yeah. can talk my shit. But to my man, oh, I'm so soft. <laughs> oh, um, I'm, I'm pillow you say plush. Da, da, da,
1: da, da. Yeah, like, I'm so soft because
0: I'm just like, look, he take care of me. Yes. And... and that's all I care about. You taking care of me. You, you. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I woke up that man, cleaned my whole kitchen. I was just like, see, Girl, you got a
1: nigga that clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like
0: he cleaned my whole kitchen. Like okay. you don't understand. Like I'm just like, okay, I'm soft. I'm, yeah. I'm pillow
1: soft. Like I look.
0: My dude <laughs> came
1: from like, um his parents been married for like over probably like 35 years, yeah. and his mom was the let me clean up, let me do this, uh, and so. Like, Girl. Like he washed dishes one time. Like I said, we've been together for almost two years. <laughs> so. It's it's hard. It is hard. It is like And like, I came from a single mom, so she wasn't catering to no man. So it's time like it's an adjustment. And we're not married by any means, so I don't have to get adjusted. But like the things he's used to, I'm like, hold on. I don't bring your plate. Make your plate first. Do you, do you
0: think your boyfriend was raised off love or survival? Oh, definitely love.
1: Definitely love. And you were raised more off survival. Do you think that? No. Like, girl, my mama hug and kiss me all day. But okay. like I said, like, we never grew up in the house with a man. My mom was never like, oh, I got this new boyfriend. He about to move in. So I'm not used to that. I'm not used to having, like, a man to, in a house. I'm not used to seeing my mom, like, make somebody plate and bring him a plate. So... He never asked me to do that. I just knew that was the right thing to do. Like, oh, make my plate and give it to you first. Let me ask you this one thing before we head out. Okay. Do you want
0: a traditional type relationship? I'm questioning that shit every day. Cuz that's something that even <laughs> even like I kind of had to sit with a little bit. Like mm-hmm. do I really want a traditional relationship? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I am more of the woman that wants to work. Like yes. but I more I'm more like I want to do my passions mm-hmm. more than work for, uh like for someone else. Yeah. And I'm just like I guess for me, I guess I'm considering like so I really want to be the cooking, cleaning type of woman? See, I love to cook. I don't want clean, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> and in okay, so I'm more like I don't know. I don't know. I I hate to say it, but I attract mm-hmm. guys that kind of do it
1: all. Seriously. Girl, what is it? What's the number? I'm just saying, like <laughs> I kinda attract
0: guys to just kinda do it all. And like mm-hmm. and like I see he'll he'll do like to, like this to snap for me. I'll be like, Okay, I'm gonna receive a K and do this mm-hmm. to snap. So I never just take, take, take. I always provide as well. Yeah. Like, um yeah, I always provide as well. Like I like my man, he's trying to study for this test and I help him study. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like it's like yeah. a give and take type of situation. So I can't really I don't know. I can't really be like, I just take, take, take and be like this sugar baby type situation because yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have to give too. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just kind of,
1: I longer, I got some more stuff to say. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> we'll
0: have to bring it back. Uh, we could definitely have you back on the episode maybe next week or the week after, whenever your schedule allows. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah make sure you follow you want people to
1: follow you on instagram or anything sure yes my instagram is ari underscore zero three seventeen a-r-i-e underscore zero three seventeen so yeah follow me okay and i'll definitely tag her on the instagram page ray vans the podcast make sure y'all go follow
0: that and i will see you guys later thank you so much for coming on the show Ariel. i was
1: excited i was so excited